and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast designed to bring out the inner goddess in all of us. Join your host, Serena Novelli, as she delves deep into the world of self-love, female sexuality, conscious dating, personal growth, and all-round happiness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast. My name is Serena Novelli. I am a certified sex, love and relationship coach specializing in female sexuality. And I'm super excited to be here today with Sean Marie. We're going to be talking about self-love after coming out of a narcissistic relationship. But before we do, I'm going to hand it over so that she can introduce herself to you all. And then we will get into that conversation. Okay, thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate that. Um, Yes, so my name is Jeanne Marie. I am also a certified love, sex and relationship coach. And I'm also an ontological coach. And I specialize in women's empowerment and relationship transformation. So I'm really excited to talk about this topic. Um, I'm a teacher by trade. I've been teaching for about 26 years. I also do real estate on the side. So basically my whole life has been really in service to other people. I'm a mom. My kids are 33 and 26. I have four grandchildren. So um, yeah, I'm in a I'm in a in a unique journey in my life right now. <laughs> yeah. So thank you again for for having me here. Um, you're welcome. I've got a 26 year old as well. He's my eldest, and then my youngest is six. So I didn't stop, and then I've still got little ones. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to be going on forever with the children and 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 the taking care of them. So you've come kind of come to a stage, I suppose, in your life where you can work on yourself a lot more and build that next section of your life with loving presence and and exactly how you choose to live it. Absolutely. I feel like my journey started when I was, um, I was married for 19 years, got married when I was really young, 19. Um, So I had babies really young, but I feel like my journey started in that marriage where I knew I felt that something just wasn't right. And I felt it in my body, but I didn't know anything about felt sense. I didn't know anything about your body, you know, telling you things and, you know, having you be in your authenticity. I didn't know anything about that. All I did know was that I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling that I was living my true life or living in my authenticity. I didn't feel like I had a voice or power. So I believe that started when in my first marriage, I just didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't have this, the tools and strategies, even though I was a teacher and I was giving, you know, all this advice to my friends. And, um, but for myself, I, I just was not taking care of myself because of all these social conditionings. You have to be the perfect mother, the perfect wife. You have to give to others because if you give to yourself, you have all this guilt. Yeah. So um, I did get out of that marriage after 19 years, after 19 years, I knew him since I was 15. And um, it was a very tumultuous divorce. Um, It financially, emotionally did a number on me. Yeah. But after I left, I was, I almost felt renewed and energized. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can do things on my own. And I don't, you know, I, I felt great. I had my kids. 
I rented the first place on my own, even though I owned three houses while in my marriage. It was my first time that I just had time to myself. But it really didn't. I didn't do the work yet, though. You know, I just felt better, but I didn't really do the work. And it wasn't until I got into a relationship that I thought was going to end up in marriage three years later that I felt I started feeling the same way in my body. Yeah. I felt constricted. I had stomach aches. My chest was was tight. I was emotional. And, and again, I had that feeling that something's just not right here, but I couldn't put my hands on it. So I decided that I knew I was going to retire in several years and I needed to start building a different career. Yeah. So I studied to be an ontological coach, which has a lot to do with you know, languaging your life and the connection that we have with our body and nature and our interrelatedness. And it wasn't until then I decided, wait a minute, what am I doing here? This, this isn't right. This isn't feeling right. I, I don't feel, um, you know, honored. I don't feel loved. And I feel like I'm just living my life for someone else. So that was a slow progression of, I think I need to leave this relationship, but I, but I couldn't. Yeah. For whatever reason that I didn't even understand. Right. And so then a friend of mine also did transformational training through Altru. It's something in New York. Um, I did that training as well. And through that training, I was certain that where I was was not where I was supposed to be. So that was part of my journey as well. And it wasn't until a friend told me about this, uh, the Vito program. Yeah, that I really made steps to leave this relationship that I didn't know that that was damaging me as much as it was damaging me until I left. Yes. So, yeah. So sometimes you get stuck, don't you? You get stuck in in the what you know and you don't realize that just by changing a few things, just how liberating that can be, whether that be like changing a job or coming out of a relationship, even moving house, although it's really stressful, sometimes that change can be like completely transformational, right? Yeah. And I, and I feel that those three changes in my life and especially um, going through the Vita program and getting certified, that actually helped me get through all of the trauma and mm-hmm. stress that I was going through in my relationship. And so um, I actually went to Aruba for a month and I, I realized, wow, this is what peace feels like. This is what love feels like. And then I decided to leave and get out of it. And it wasn't until I got out of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I was in a narcissistic relationship. And I, and I won't get into the, cause we probably don't have enough time to get into that part, but leaving him totally uprooted my entire life. And I was in a financial situation, emotional situation, but yeah, I, the tools that I learned and becoming a certified coach really helped me to um, heal. Yeah. So in, as you were healing, which tools do you feel helped you along that path most of all? Was it more, the, 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 you mentioned the felt sense um, earlier, was it more like dropping into the felt sense and just really being attuned with what your body is, is asking of you or were there other elements that came in? Yeah, that's a really good question. It was awareness. 
first mm-hmm. and foremost, it was awareness of emotional abuse. We don't talk about that enough. You yeah. know, we society, we don't talk about emotional abuse and how detrimental it really is and how long lasting it is. So first it was awareness of this is what, and, and really just um, getting rid of, you know, feeling, you know, looking good, you know, the looking good, like, Hey, this is what I was in, even though, you know, I'm a teacher and I'm doing this and I'm a realtor, whatever. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship. And the first being aware of that was the first step to my healing. Mm -hmm. And then understanding what I was feeling all of these years in my body, being attuned to my body, my body telling me, Hey, Sean, this is not the right place for you. And just being in touch with my emotions. Um, and that is something that is really prominent in the Vita program is the felt sense because your body speaks to you every single moment. Yeah. So that was the second tool that really helped my healing. And in the Vita um, program, there's a lot about self-love and worthiness and deservedness. And that really helped me as well in my process of, of healing after this relationship. Yeah, definitely. I grew up in an uh, emotionally abusive um, environment. So my mum was an alcoholic and I was the eldest of three children. So when my dad wasn't around, it would be me that would get the the brunt of my mum when she had had a drink. She was absolutely amazing sober. Like you couldn't fool her. But once she had taken a drink, like it was like it would be like she'd have like one more sip of something and boom, like she would be gone. And a completely different person would would turn up. And I remember as a child really trying to tiptoe around her, do just please her as much as I could because I was scared of what she might say to me otherwise or how she might react to whatever we were doing and it was really really tough but as a child it's something that you don't realize it because you don't you're not experiencing other people's lifestyles you're you're in this bubble and so you just assume that everybody that's what everybody's life's like right that's how everybody grows up and it's not until you get older and you I I met my husband I'm a little bit like you we're uh, my husband and I have been together since I was 16 so a very young relationship and but I I feel that I I've always been seeking somebody to love me for who I am and not to judge me not to blame me for things that aren't necessarily my my fault um because I've always been the person that will take all of that and um we have our we have our moments and stuff my husband and I obviously like every couple does but because I met him so young I think he's he come from a completely different like background he had abuse in a different way like from his parents his dad was a lot older uh, Italian so there was a different style of like how you would teach your children discipline to how I was his was more of a structured base mine was more of just that it's just going to happen you don't know when you've got a tiptoe and he saw how my mum would treat me Um, Mm. and I would get often my sister stopped talking to my mum my brother didn't really speak to my mum unless it was Christmas or birthdays or things like that and then he would make an effort but I would be the one that would pick up the telephone that would run to her when she asked for help that would sit there and have her abuse me and call me all sorts of things um, and be mm. in absolute tears. And then people would say to me, 
why why do you keep going back why do you let her do that and I would have to say what I would say it's she's my mom like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not go when my mom calls she passed away in 2016 and I was with her and it was all lovely but when she passed away I kind of it's weird because I, there wasn't anybody doing that you know there wasn't anybody shaming me or in, in any way and I missed that like it was weird it, it was like a really weird thing it was like I was stepping I was all of a sudden free of it but there was like I, I needed somebody to do it to feel normal because I'd been around it for so long so it took me a long time to realize that I was in control of my my self-love my self-worth and that it, it wasn't external validation I needed but it was my own inner work that I needed to do to to do that and the beta program as well has really helped me to go a lot deeper into Mm -hmm. these traumas and and where they they're sitting and as we did the course and we went through our own we went through our own journey and our own kind of like where we were coached um so much stuff came up especially in a child work like stuff and healing but um yeah I think that when you sometimes you don't know that you're in that situation and when you stepped away from it it's all of a sudden like this light bulb goes off and you realize it's it's taken me a long time to speak about my mum and what happened because I didn't want to she's not here firstly but I didn't want to shame her um or put blame on her but when she wasn't there to defend herself but it is a discussion that's needed it's something that people need to to hear they need to hear that there is there is hope and that you can completely transform your life right yeah and it's and it's interesting that you said you know you said one thing that really resonated with me. Um, yes, the inner child work, so important because we are making decisions and choices from that place yeah. and we get to heal that, right? And another thing that you said, you know, about, you know, you, you needed to hear that. And that's another thing that the Vita program taught us was that all of these traumas and everything that we have, it is inside of our body. It is inside of our cells. And, it, and there's chemical reactions going off in our brain all the time. And that's how it was for me in my relationship, because my friends looking on the outside would say, Sean, like, don't you see what's going on? You know, he's doing this, he's doing that. But every time he did the littlest thing that was good, my body was like, yes, yes, yes. And it was almost like a drug. Mm-hmm. So you're in this, you're in this trauma bond pattern where he would do something terrible you're crying, you're emotional, you're this, and then he does the slightest thing. And then you're back to normal because you're in the, you're in this, this cycle that is really a chemical reaction. So it's not that easy. And, and that's part of the awareness of it. It's not that easy to tell people who are in emotionally abusive um, situations. Why can't you just leave? Why can't you do this for your kids? Why can't you it's really, truly not that easy because it is a physical and chemical dependence, so to speak. Hit that subscribe button yet. Go on, go on. You know you want to. Yeah, especially when it's really, truly ingrained in your system um, from a very, very young age. Um, 
I've been working. So I work alongside a domestic violence charity called Hopeful Handbags, which is a, an American-based company or charity that has just come into the UK. And uh, mm. it, I just feel it's really important to open up the that that channel. I run a, a wellbeing festival, which is um, raising money for the charity, um, but providing the community with modalities that they can use um, for mindfulness, well-being and self-love. And I've opened it up for the whole family because I know that there are going to be children that are going to need this just as much as the parents need it as well. And I think the more we speak and the more we we tell our truth, because something Layla said as well, I think and Layla's um, our coach and mentor from our, our course and something that she said in there, which resonated with, with me was, our truth is our truth. Um, right. Maybe the other person doesn't see it exactly the same, but there is nothing to stop you from speaking your truth. And I just Absolutely. feel that that's really important that we are able to have that platform, whether that be via a podcast, via um, a community event. But the more that we can speak about it, the more that we are able to talk openly about it, the easier it is for those who are in those situations to be able to feel that they can go somewhere to talk if they need to, right? Absolutely. And, and, and honestly, the awareness really saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I have, and it's, and it's interesting that professional women, you know, there's a stigma, you know, with emotional abuse and who gets in it, who's not in it. But it's amazing how many, and I have several friends right now who are, professional and successful, you know, in their own right, making money and um, have these beautiful homes and are in these relationships with these men and can't get out, have the means to get out, but simply can't get out of that cycle. So I, I agree with you when you say that awareness is so incredibly important because people don't understand and they, and you can't really even fault people for not understanding. Um, because they just don't understand the dependence and the trauma bonding and all of those things that come along with um, emotional abuse. So I agree with you. Awareness is the first step. Yeah. And even once once you're out of that situation, there is still many, many years of healing and of relearning and re-educating that needs to be that needs to be done as well. And I think that's really important to put out there because sometimes people think well you're you're out of that situation now so what's what's the matter with you why 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 can't you just get on with it but actually there's a whole whole baggage of trauma that needs to come out one by one and be dealt with and that could take that can take many many years right that could take you know it's for me I feel that it's a never-ending journey I'm learning I'm still learning now my mum, my mum passed away six years ago, um, which gave me that bit of emotional freedom to be able to explore it a little bit more of what was happening. But I'm I'm sure that I'll be unpicking and 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 learning things. Well, I don't know until probably until the day I die. <laughs> Just still keep going, going, and going. Yeah, I mean, it's important for us to always be in that space of of learning and self-actualization and there's nothing wrong with us. We are perfect 
we're whole, we're complete. Um, and, you know, we get to still go through this journey. And, and for me, I've been out of that relationship for about a year and maybe a year and a couple of months. And I still am in, I'm still relearning how to react to certain things. I still get triggered, but because I have the tools, you know, in which I can feel when I get triggered, I'm, I'm aware of what's going on. So I can take a step back, you know, take a breath, ask myself, okay, where is this coming from? So it's going to take me a while to just really get through everything that I was, uh, that I, that I went through, to be honest with you, but every day there's new learning, there's new awareness, there's new you know, you, you might get triggered by one thing, but the next time you get triggered by that one thing, you get triggered less and less and less. And, and that's the beauty of it, that there absolutely is hope. Absolutely. And, um, and, and I'm excited about where, you know, my life is going and the life where people who have gotten out of relationships or things like that, you know, all the possibilities, because there's so many possibilities. You're not stuck. I believe that too. And I feel that the more that we do this work for ourselves, even like our children and whoever may have been within that situation, it gives them permission to heal, permission to to speak and and to have their own healing journeys, however that shows up for them. It's very brave to take that that first step. And yeah for for absolutely everybody and even if that's just acknowledging that you realize you're in that situation that's still a brave step to admit that to yourself right absolutely and and also for you know that your your support system as well to really know how to be a support system for someone who's going there who's in that situation rather um, because there are some things that sometimes our support system might say to us that really may re-traumatize us. Yeah. Um, so it's really important for people who may not be in, you know, those types of situations, but to learn how to be the best support for people that are. There's certain things that you can do or certain things that you can say or you shouldn't say um, that will help support. So really, it's not just for the people who are in the situations is for people who are on the sidelines, who are watching this, who are almost being traumatized with you because they're yeah. listening to these stories over and over again. And you're like, Ugh. but um, yeah, the awareness goes on both sides. It's, it's all around and we're all interrelated. Yeah, definitely. So it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, before we go, have you got one top tip for anybody that's listening that may be feeling the same way that we have? of how they can maybe start to reach out or a a, um, practice that they can do to like really start to integrate anything that's coming up for them. Yeah. And I I like what you just said, taking that first step to, to reach out really is the, the, one of the most important things that you can do. There's no shame in that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the first steps. And maybe when you're in that situation to take a breath and this, and and to just have, try to have some type of awareness that this is not a you thing. You, you are perfect and you are worthy and you are deserving of having a beautiful life and to love yourself first. Yes. You're worthy of that. Um, Yeah. That's what I can, that's, that, that was, those were my first steps. Amazing. Yeah. And I think as well, 
just and it, it, anybody that doesn't support you they go they go yes. out, the door, out the door they go <laughs> because yeah. that's what I've done I've made sure that my circle may be smaller but it's full of people that I know that that will hold me um in the moments when I need held um or who will cheer me up when I need cheering up and Absolutely. and and back and forth the same I will do the same for, for them yes um, it's setting boundaries it's yeah. it's about setting setting those boundaries yeah Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. I've really loved chatting with you. Please do let everybody know where they can come and find you. I will pop that in the show notes. And I'll also pop in um, Hopeful Handbags, which is the domestic violence charity that I'm an ambassador for. I will pop their details into the show notes as well. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me and letting me have my voice. (laughs) Telling my name. (laughs) You're welcome. Till next time, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleash Your Inner Diva. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit like, subscribe and leave us a comment. Have a burning question for Serena or a topic you'd love her to discuss on the show? Get in touch. Check out www.lovethybodyproject.com. You can also reach Serena on Instagram at Serena Novelli. Until next time, remember, you got this, diva.